Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, yeah, 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 Hello and welcome to Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. He is. I can vouch for that. I, that's, uh... And I, have, uh, I, I, I will be a, a, a guarantor. Thank you. You will be a justice of the peace and sign. Now, is that guarantor A-U-R on the end? Um, uh, half man. <laughs> half. half willing to back you up should you uh, default on a loan. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting written down. Oh, Andy, great. All right. Garen. And and it is half willing to, yeah, to back you up on the loan. That's right. I mean that's I think that describes me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um and what's somebody who's full willing to back you up on a loan, but not a man at all? Mm, oh wow. <laughs> so are they a robot or are they a being made entirely out of willingness to back you up on a loan? That's probably is what that, it is. That's how is willing the... <laughs> they are, that the willingness is able to take a physical form. Oh, great. <laughs> that I think that's what's called a limited liability company. You, you could take you go. <laughs> basically you if you have a family trust, that's willingness that has taken its uh, taken on it on on its own identity as an entity i am a will a bill uh, i am a being made of full willingness to back you up on your on your loan application i yeah. am able to take any form that you like however i have decided to take one in a human form that you would recognize <laughs> <laughs> i am willing to take any form that you like and then sign on the bottom of that form to say that you can pursue me for any unfulfilled financial obligations. (laughs) (laughs) My form is that of a form. My form? I will take the form of a loan application form. (laughs) No, this is not what you want. Just put the pen in my form. (laughs) I will fold the paper (laughs) over the pen and attempt to write. Mm, Ah, it is difficult. Fill me in and fill me out. (laughs) Fill me out. For some reason, he's he's becoming a songwriter. (laughs) Yeah. He's the... (laughs) The guarantor, the being of... Fill me in, fill me out, fill me up and all about. Because <laughs> oh, this is what he does. Time to sign on the line. Oh, this is where he got all his money from. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the that bill, dance hit. That dance hit written by the being of full, made of pure willingness to back you mm. up on a on a loan application. <laughs> Who took the form of a form, wrote a song, <laughs> and then off of the royalties made such a fortune that he was even 
became even more willing, especially now. Actually, probably now that he's got money, he becomes less w- proper money. He's got he becomes less willing because it would be this easier to be it'd be easier to be more willing. Yeah, be easier to be more willing when you don't have any money. Do you think? I don't know. I don't mm. know. I mean, you. I guess that in that case, you're willing, but you may lack the capacity. That's right. But I mean, that is what you want. You want to be a being of of, of pure willingness, because then you actually, you, as you, I think what you, this is what you're getting at. You don't have any assets that can actually be pursued, right? You don't have a physical form, so there's nothing they can get you. That's right. That would. I mean, what a dream. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's the dream. Anyway, that's what we're trying to head to. If you to. could get a, a ghost or something like that, contact right. the dead and have them countersign for you. Yeah. Um, now, we entered this podcast in a rush, Andy. We entered this mm. po- You know that. You know this. Not only because I've been postponing the beginning of the podcast for the last hour and 45 minutes, uh, <laughs> pushing us well into the territory of probably don't have enough time to get this podcast recorded. But because... Uh, we then went into a weird conversation about uh, God's penis size and then his <laughs> decision to create, uh, you know, what size penis every single person and what size vagina every single person has. But then we started talking about the the size of the human uh, uh, anal cavity, the rectum. Mm. And we were talking about, you know, whether or not you could, um, uh, you know, Mm. Through analysis of the anal, mm. uh, or the rectum cavity, decide on what the perfect size meal you should be eating uh, is. I think that's. I think that's why they call it analysis. It's analysis. Because- yes, <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's what I guess. That's what uh, aliens do when they come here mm. and probe us. <laughs> They say, we are trying to do this thing you call analysis. <laughs> what? what? You say that analysis is important, and so we try, and now you <laughs> criticize us for these techniques that you inspired. Is that you, Edna Mode, the fashion designer from the t- animated series The Incredibles? No, I'm sorry. It's me is me again, the being of pure willingness. <laughs> I've come here on a spaceship made of reluctance. <laughs> Who wouldn't be reluctant going into space? It is such a cavity, Mm. much like the one we are inspecting here on your human anus. The cavity. It's reminded us of space. What uh, you know? I think maybe maybe if you could have pure reluctance, I'm trying to think about whether or not what what would be good about building a a ship out of that. I mean, maybe pure reluctance would be the perfect material because it would resist your attempts to to change it in any way, right? So it couldn't be pulled apart by gravitational forces or anything like that because of its its pure reluctance. I guess what that's what attractive forces are is a reluctance to be yeah. to be apart, to be alone. Mm. Mm. And that's something we can all relate to. That's right. But then we can also relate to uh, a sort of forces that push things apart, which is a reluctance to be with others. <laughs> Repulsive forces, you know? Yeah. You know, so I can... And I they can, are repulsive. I can get along with uh, both, you know, I think I can really relate to both gravity and to the, uh, the one where between mm-hmm. two like uh, poles of magnets. Yeah, I can relate to gravity because it's enormous. <laughs> it takes a lot to wait. Hang on, no, that doesn't work. To summon uh, any kind mass. of any, yeah. any energy at all or whatever, any force at all. 
Yeah, you know, it can be a big mass but be very weak. Nah, it's nothing. Um, um, but what we were going to write down based off of this anal cavity thing, uh, which mm. which made us rush into this uh, to this podcast, was you said, uh, "What if there was a restaurant that you go in there and they measure your uh, your the your anal cavity, mm. and then they they serve you a meal based exactly on the size, the perfect size that <laughs> your body has been designed to to eat." You know what you'd call this restaurant? You'd call it Buttloads. <laughs> um, of course, of course you would. Not a, there's no more appealing a name. <laughs> I mean, if there could be a restaurant called, um, uh, or is it shitload? Would it be shitloads? No, I think I think oh, buttloads is is perfect. Yeah. Um, it's like that one called Egg Slut. Where's that? No, you don't know about Egg Slut. Yeah, Egg Slut. I think is in America. Oh, or it's a good name. <laughs> It's a really good name. Yeah. Uh, but it's like but, but the thing is that I love a thing it's like it's based not at all on the quality of the food. Mm. It's based entirely on your analysis. And then you get a meal and I don't know if they what do they serve you anything and it's just like you're just eating a the perfect size like whatever they've got. They have to essentially do a game of Tetris back there to fit, you know, the exact right uh, well, I know. I, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's. Um, I think the food can still be of good quality, but what they are guaranteeing to you is the right quantity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, know, you know, that's the next level of um, personalization of your food, because you know the saying is "bitten off more than you can chew." Mm. But really, the risk is bitten off more than you can shit. That's right. I think. No, absolutely. You know, and there's a chance because, you know, you have to kind of have a sort of mouthful cavity and anal cavity, a synch- synch- like a synchronicity. Sure. You know, and sure. If, if your mouth is too big, <laughs> um, you know, or, you know, or you're, a, you know, an avid chewer and things like that, and mm. you can get more in, mm. uh, pack more in, then there's a chance that you could be uh, creating a sort of a blockage like the like the uh, like yeah. the bears do before hibernation or something like that. Your mouth is passing checks that your ass can't cash. Your your your, your ass is chewing checks. <laughs> your ass is chewing checks. That your ass that can't your mouth pass. can't. Your mouth is oh, chewing. No. Sorry, yeah. your mouth is eating checks. Yeah, chewing checks. Chew- well, chewing checks. Che- okay, yeah. chewing checks. Chewing checks. <laughs> <laughs> no chewing. No, it's chewing. It's chewing. It's not. I eating. can't go on like this. It's eating chicks that your ass can't pass. Ass can't pass. There you go. And that would be that would be a perfect, um, a perfect, a perfect, uh, you know, uh, like tagline for this restaurant buttloads. loads. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I mean, if there can be a restaurant called Hog's Breath Cafe, there's That's no right. reason there can't be one called Buttloads. I, my, my only fear is that people will come thinking that the meals are going to be enormous portions, no. right? No, but, but yeah. you know, colloquially, a buttload is known as a really large amount. That's and right. I, So I think one of our first challenges in running this restaurant is yeah. going to be educating people. Well, sure, but I right? mean, I guess there's always the chance that you can go there and, you know, like like eating dishes. It's that an are- all-you-can-shit restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, well, you know, like like spiciness, you can choose higher and higher amounts. 
you know, or you, okay. you can supersize it to like three okay. buttloads worth. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, you're, but they give you like, they give you like a medical advice that's like, you're going to mm. want to shit this in three servings. Oh, you know what would be great? <laughs> Instead of serving the food to you in a bowl, they serve it in a bowel. And what that bowel is, is a 3D <laughs> printed replica of your own oh, yes. a- ass. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, even if it's just on a plate, if even if it's just on a plate, but they just print out the, your your, yeah. your colon there and they place yeah. the food within the line. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> they just have a machine that kind of stamps it into that shape and then drops oh. it in the mold. Oh. I mean, this is this is flawless conceptually. This is flawless. Yeah. I mean. It might be too per- like like people could come to this restaurant and be horrified, yeah. but they would have to acknowledge it's brilliant. It's brilliant. This is so brilliant. <laughs> I think I think the brilliance would compel people to come, despite their the, the undertones of awfulness. Mm. You know what? I'm so hungry. I could have three buttloads tonight. I'm going to get a third buttload if that's okay. <laughs> Another bowelful. Thank you. The the funny thing would, you know, it would be interesting if they did only serve one thing and it was kind of a uniform <laughs> something. Yeah, but we've done that. Yeah, we have. We've done, done that. that. We've done that. With we've that. done that in the the um, bricks yeah. restaurant, which is the food is an extruded brick, and then I think we've also done a similar one where we <laughs> feed you a, a a paste that leaves you constant low-key shitting and yeah, able to true. 3D print your own house. Has anyone ever proposed, and this would be mm. this would be a sort of a, a gut science, scientist's, mm. uh, you know, uh, either nightmare or, you know, ultimate fantasy, would mm-hmm. be to create a meal that looks like a shit, but as mm. it's digested, starts to look more and more like a meal. <laughs> You know, you could imagine the Einstein. This would be a, a task yeah. for the for like I got yeah. I got scientists like you know Absolutely. young Einstein style mm. person, not young Einstein, mm. but Einstein. You're not <laughs> not young Einstein. The sort of the Yahoo serious character, although no. it could be a great, um, you know, a great sequel sequel to it. Uh, old Einstein, <laughs> old we could Einstein. Call it. <laughs> We've got to do this. He's been a recluse for years. Hasn't yeah. made anything, I think, really since Mister Accident. Yeah, we've got to get him out of retirement and get oh. him to make old Einstein. It feels like something Auntie Donna needs to do because I feel like they're the mm. ones that have enough cultural relati- uh, re- relevance right now. <laughs> cultural relativism. Uh, they have enough <laughs> cultural relevance right now uh, in which, and you know, th- they could even just do it for their own channel, yeah. Rather than you know f- for a film or something like a TV show. But where it would still be worthwhile, even if they just did it online, they've um, got some cachet. They got to burn that shit. Yeah, they, they got to do something. They with need it. to Come do on. a Yahoo serious series with him. Mm, Yahoo web series. Yes, yeah. yeah, Yahoo <laughs> web series. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, God, we write need, it down. God, we write need it to, down. The, okay, the Yahoo web series. We, we're not only allowed to come up with sketches for us here, yeah. we, we're allowed to come up with them for Auntie Donna as well. Sure. I mean, you know, I've, um, I, you know, I don't feel comfortable ever suggesting things. And the one time I did suggest things, I, I feel like Mark, uh, no, not Mark, but Zach, in a kind but what felt firm way, firm way. <laughs> was tell, would essentially 
plotted out the legal implications of them doing my own my idea and then i guess it felt like there was fear in there that uh maybe i was somehow going to cause problems and then i went okay i guess it's just it's not a place where i should do anything like that i will say this about you alistair i think you might be and i i don't think you've ever been tested yeah. but i suspect you might be the least litigious person in the world I mean, you know, I mean, even just the thought of bothering seems mm. <laughs> seems mm. like a like a pain. <laughs> and also, there is no value to ideas whatsoever, other than you yes. know, like I think when when you think that there's a value to ideas, that's when you realize you're you're mistaken because you don't understand that the value comes in actually turning ideas into something, and that's where mm. the value comes mm. from. And owning an idea is almost nothing. And so what we this whole yeah. podcast is based on, and I'm sorry to tell you this, 384, uh, 394 episodes in, uh, Andy, <laughs> is that we are creating near worthlessness. I um, mean, I'd, I'd had my suspicions but, for some time. But, but we, we create the opportunity for creating work and creating, uh, you know, something mm. good eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something worth litigizing about. Yeah. I mean, what? maybe that's... That would be our greatest work. Yeah, that was that was what happened to the the Wright brothers. They invented the aeroplane, yeah. right? They made the aeroplane, and then instead of really working on perfecting or improving the aeroplane, they dedicated basically the rest of their lives, apart from the guy who died in a plane crash, the other one, yeah, uh, the rest of their lives to suing anybody else who tried to make an aeroplane. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Because they came up with the idea of flight, um, yeah. which uh, they yeah. stole from the birds. Yeah, and if people made a better aeroplane than them, they they sued them extra hard. Yeah, great. Um, do you, I mean, it would have been great for somebody to represent the birds and the insects and, yeah. and take the Wright brothers to court. I mean, yes. I think I think one way that we could maybe save the planet from mm. human uh, activity is to represent the Earth in court mm. uh, yeah. for any biomimicry that has occurred uh, in through you know uh, through uh, engineering <laughs> and through anything. So any idea that you couldn't you could have only got from th- through seeing it, and mm. not just only got it through. There's just yeah. you wouldn't have an opportunity. To become a conscious person capable of having these ideas um, before before seeing it in nature. Seeing consciousness. No, no, no. Before seeing this idea. So let's say before yes. you could come up with the idea for human flight, agree. you mm. would have seen a bird do it. Uh, yes. Sorry, you know, you're in a, not human flight, but flight. I think this is an angle that hasn't been pursued um, yeah. to defend the Earth's environment. And it's like how they got Al Capone for tax evasion. We're going to get um, humanity for plagiarism. Yeah. Right? A biomimicry is, a, it, you know, it, we, we've come up with another word for it to try and make it sound okay. Yeah, what yeah. it is is inte- intellectual property violation. Mm. I mean, and I guess because you don't yeah. have to have an intellect to have your property violated. It's funny because, the, the, yeah, the, the thought that you could. You could get sued by, uh, you know, um, Marvin Gaye's estate for stealing his song, but then you could just say, "Well, no, it's just biomimicry. <laughs> <laughs> this is an engineering <laughs> thing that's used all the time." Yeah, but I think you could counter sue yeah. um, Marvin Gaye 
on behalf of birds oh, again, for stealing birds, yeah. the concept of song. And maybe wolves. Wolves, yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. Um, um, okay, wait. Mm. I'm going to say suing humanity for... Uh, yeah. For I mean, it would be great if we could somehow make the biosphere sentient. And, you know, maybe it is on a, some level that we can't possibly begin to comprehend. But if we could, I don't know, eject something into the, the water cycle, little, little, little granules of consciousness and uh, form a, a super intelligence made up of all living things apart from humans. Well, you and then, you might be able to... You know, remember that idea we had ages ago where we thought you could just... If you put a like a, a potted tree into mm. like a convertible car. Yes. Right? And <laughs> yeah, you yeah. hooked it up so that instead of like moving its leaves when it's in when 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 yeah. to, to turn towards the sun it drives and follows the sun it lear- it it'd, yeah. it'd figure out how to do it eventually yeah it right? would learn and so it would realize this signal moves me over there and keeps me in the sun and this signal mm. you know um and so i guess through a pro- starting with that kind of process you could potentially connect all the trees and plants and things like that um mm. maybe and get it to have a consciousness that is hooked up to computers and the, the communication is becomes coded and a bit more clear. Like it probably could decode a language. Right. Like you can um, attach something to a monkey's brain and allow it to move a robotic arm. Yeah. Right. It'll learn eventually how to use its brain in a new way. We connect all the trees together mm. um, and... Uh, some sort of trunk dialing system. Yes. And uh, they what's the trunk communicate. dialing system? Uh, trunk dialing is some old uh, telephone Sorry. concept. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you went for the pun rather than for the for the useful idea, but that was good. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That uh, I did the right thing. That you did the definitely the definite right thing. You did the right thing. Um, and so then we're doing this so that then, and is this another way of just we're trying to, and then we're we're somehow trying to convince the, the I guess the uh, ecosystem of Earth to become mm. litigious. Yeah. We're, so we're that's helping right. we're helping it create a <laughs> a consciousness by connecting mm. them together, right? Yep. And I, and you know, and I think that the op, you know, the, the defense, the, the the opposing, you know, uh, people who represent man mm. uh, in this court case, the defense, um, they will go around and start snipping all our wires that we did put, but to connecting all the human life together, so that. But that's um, that's witness tampering. It is witness tampering. Well, that's that. t- t- technically tampering with the, 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 not just the witness, but the the what's the opposite of the defendant. The litigant? The litigant? The, it's, the plaintiff. The plaintiff. plaintiff? That's pla- plaintiff def- uh, tampering. Tampering, yeah. <laughs> you know? Which is even worse. Exactly. I mean, imagine that. You know, you're you're in the court and you're up against, I don't know, O.J. Simpson or whatever, and he's suing you for stealing his jer- jerseys or whatever. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a court case he was involved in. 
I'm pretty sure he had stolen his own jerseys oh, right. yeah. back from somebody else that he thought and they were stolen. suing him. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. But let's say, let's say, you know, let's rewrite history. And, mm. uh, and <laughs> imagine say, if, imagine if you're, whenever people talked about the OJ Simpsons case, <laughs> that was the one you assumed they were talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, and then, so, and then, and then you start like putting like, little bows in his hair or something like that. And every time you walk past him, you put little bows in his hair and you kind of like, I don't know, you draw, you draw things on his arm, you know, little, I don't know what you're talking and then, about. And then they're like, sir, you are being charged with plaintiff tampering. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I, I mean, <laughs> but the other forms of tampering would presumably yeah. also be, um, do you think in the because I mean it's amazing that his other case, OJ's other big case. I'm, I'm assuming there are only two big OJ cases. The other one also involved items of clothing that may or may not have been his, right? Like the glove. Do you think the line "If it does not fit, you must acquit" would have worked? Also, in that second case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, but then, like they have to say, well, he's a much older man, you know. He's not, you, yeah. you know, he's not in pure, you know, his sort of, uh, you know, physical form that he once was in when he was a sporting uh, star. Mm. Um, you know, which I guess they they couldn't use in that first in that first case because he probably still was in that great physical shape. Great physical shape. Yeah, I assume he was in great <laughs> physical shape back when he was a sportsman. I mean, yeah, I think so. And when he was in his prime, murdering form. Age. Age. Mm. I'm not saying he did do it. Uh But if he did do it, this is how he he would have done it. But he he was in good shape for it. Uh, So it could. That makes no assumption as to his guilt. I'm only saying, like, I think that's a compliment I could use to anybody. God, you could really. You, Did you, you you could really murder people the, really easily. With the shape that you currently have. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's not um, – it doesn't roll off the tongue. No, but, you know, a lot of the best compliments don't. Mm. Um, you know, you – You want something to roll off the tongue and roll in the ear. Roll Those off the, of the tongue and into the ear. And straight into the ear. So do you yeah. think if it rolls off the tongue well, that mm. means that good – um, good compliments are sp- some way spherical or rounded. I think they are rounded. Yes, yes. And I think like a squ- what's then- a squ- what's a square compliment that wouldn't <laughs> that wouldn't roll well off of the tongue. For example, sometimes we set ourselves up to fail on this podcast. Well, I, Andy, I think sometimes I set you up to fail. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what would a square compliment sound like? Yeah. Um, well, let's see here. Let's well, would you say sides. that you four are quarters. beautiful is a rounded off compliment? It's a nice rounded off beautiful. Mm. You're beautiful. Yeah, I think it is. Like that, right? Um, yeah. And so then, but then you... What about this? You look like the president of Madagascar. <laughs> sure. That's a square compliment. That's more of a square compliment. It feels like it has many more corners. Yes. Okay, yeah. But so is it more like it's like a, a, a locomotive? Is that, you know, it's more like it has more... It's not that it's square, but maybe mm. it is uh, It is a vehicle not built for the... <laughs> 
I mean, it's obviously a locomotive still rolls off the tongue. Mm. Um, but mm. there is not that much track length on the tongue. <laughs> okay. You know, for it to hold a sort of a, a thing with multiple carriages. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so, um, so, I think so. It's a long words. <laughs> um, you know, too many, too many, you know, double banger last names, any of that kind yeah. of thing. You remind yeah. me of Alistair Trombley Birchwood. See, that doesn't come, that doesn't come off as a beautiful rounded off compliment. It actually, it actually did. Well, you know, Sorry, I don't know I if it that... would be a compliment either. <laughs> I was thinking about you recently for some reason. Oh. And not just because I've seen you and worked with you. Alistair Trombley Birchwood. When you said your name then, yeah. just then, it made me think of you. And it made me... <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of you. <laughs> It reminded me of that guy I work work with sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but what was I thinking about Alastair Trombley Birchall? I can't remember. Well, I'm sure it was something. Well, lovely. you there is that game that you uh, that people are playing in the Discord at the moment, and you mm. did one last night where people are saying oh. you know it's a variation on three words from a listener, and there was a mm. you know there was one three. where somebody did three words from a glistener. Mm. Um, you know, three words. I've got a got a, it's, The thing is, I don't want to name too many because if I name too many, then I'm leaving a lot of people out. Mm, um, but yeah, you no, I did. Think you've made the right decision. But you did. Um, you did George, William, and Trombley Birchall, and then you said three words from a Laster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I did. Yeah, I did. I felt and, like that was a good place for it to go. And it got it got quite a few uh, tit coins. Oh, that's great! I haven't checked no, that yeah, yet. You've... There's a system in the Discord where if you um, if you make a good comment, people uh, can give you tit coins, <laughs> and then if you get enough tit coins, they go into a new thread called. They get boosted into a thread called Best of. Yeah, uh, this, this is I mean, a new we, we've system. We've got to talk about this. This is a new system, yes. but yeah, and also just for anybody who's new to the podcast, tit is a is a is, a, is the pronunciation of the acronym for two in the think tank. Correct. Yeah. Uh, that's the long tit that we sometimes refer to. Oh, wow. That's an incredible. It's got nine tit coins. That might be the highest scoring yeah. um, entry into the... <laughs> well, you see, because it's, it's both a joke, but then it also has, has relevance, you see? It has relevance. You know? I, and it was, to, I try to stay relevant. It was under everybody's nose the whole time, mm. like a mustache. Mm. Yeah. Or um, the rest of your body. Mm, that's right <laughs> but but if you have really bad neck posture yeah I, what percentage <laughs> i mean i think you could still say it's under your nose like you what know, percentage it's lower of altitude your body do you, you think is those? there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yes. And when you're laying right. down, I guess just the back of your head is under your nose. Mm. <laughs> Assuming you sleep on your back. I mean, if you sleep face first in the pillow, mm. I suppose then nothing. 
What Nothing if you sleep is... on someone else's back? Yeah. <laughs> Face first. <laughs> no. <laughs> on your back. Um, sleep on my back, on your back, butt to butt. Sleeping on both back. There must be one culture throughout history that does that. Dancing mu- cheek to cheek, sleeping butt to butt. Sleeping butt to butt. But then the, the person underneath, you see, this is a bed. This is a new type of mm. bed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's if great. there isn't a culture that's done this, we need a new culture that does do it. Or, or even a subculture. Subculture doesn't require it to be like a whole group of people. You yep. know, like th- th- that are linked together through a language and all that kind of stuff like that or whatever. No. Um, subculture, it's people who have a bed that is part bed, part massage table. Because if your bed had one of those face holes. Yes. Like that. You could stri- truly sleep. You could truly sleep. But then also armholes. Because you know what would be great is oh. that if you lay down and you had armholes that go down as well into the mattress. Yes. Right? Yes. Inside the mattress... You could have a whole, like the inside, like another, like a kind of like a desk space. You could have a screen in there. You could have like food in there. Yeah. You know, you could have like drawers in there that you store <laughs> things in. Right? Yeah. You, know, you could like have a, a whole bed life. You yeah. could read a book. You could read a book. It'd be the, it's the mm. perfect position to read a book in. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I mean, it, it would be quite confronting to come into somebody's um, bedroom <laughs> yeah. and see them lying f- face down on the on the yeah. on the bed like that, and and not know you know if you don't know about the about these beds yet if they're a new one, you panic. You think they might have suffocated or something, and you're like, yeah. And then somebody has to jump in, grab you by the shoulders, and say, "Don't worry, he's just got one of those new beds." Yeah, <laughs> the face hole. With the face hole and the and the beautiful, you know, it's like, and you could call that area my chambers, because that oh, really right. is your chamber, mm. you know, like any a, a room you might have to share, you know, you might have to give up your room sometimes when you know a guest mm. comes over or something like that, and they're going to use a mm. spare bed or a trundle, you know, <laughs> they might be in using your trundle, right? Um, imagine people having sex on your trundle. <laughs> You say, oh, trundle. baby, I want to bundle you into the oh, trundle. I'll bundle you up on my trundle. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, but then- I think that's great. But I also think that there's a, a, a stepping back from that for a second. Sorry, Alistair, I'm sure yeah. you've got places to go, but I just want to mention oh. it would be great to have a mattress which did have a slot that you could put your arm down so that when you are spooning a person, yeah. there's somewhere for your arm to go. Because oh, at the course. moment there's no good system. Well, there could be a middle a middle chamber in between. You know, let's say this is a uh, you know a marriage right. bed. You know, a ma- yes, right. There's a there's a the marital bed. The marital bed, mm. right. The marital chamber bed, right, um, has a chamber in the middle, and maybe maybe the you know has a a space. It's a it's a it's a fifth armhole. In the mattress, yeah, yeah for the for okay. the arm for the person who for moves, the big spoon for the big spoon who goes into the middle, you know, and sticks their arm in there, and then can have their arm over their beloved, mm-hmm. you know, but then one arm freely moving, maybe even in going into their lover's chamber a little bit. Maybe it's a, oh. you know, it goes in there and they can touch some of their snacks and maybe put their <laughs> greasy fingers on the screen and. <laughs> Oh, their fingers you know, are greasy. Oh, because from, from the, the snacks. snacks. Yeah, from the, <laughs> no, from all the, 
you know, from all the lovemaking they were doing. <laughs> Gracie, oh, Gracie. you've got me all greasy, baby. <laughs> you know, from rubbing your hands over their greasy skin. <laughs> um, there should be a a uh, a resource. Uh, also, people should focus more on making bed-friendly snacks. That's right. They should. Um, a, you know, a, a snack that feels good when you roll onto it. <laughs> it's not. You're right. It's not that it's a. It's it's one that doesn't. It's not the one one that doesn't produce crumbs or whatever. It's one that produces crumbs that are nice to lie on. That's right. So, for example, you could you could start a company that is exa- makes a, a box. It's a box, and you could send it to people. Maybe somebody mm. you'd like to be in bed with. Oh, very right. Good. And or you know, it's a <laughs> or something you'd bring over to somebody who to somebody's house who eventually you'd like to shift to the bedroom and yes. spend some time in the bed with them. You know, it's a little hint box, <laughs> and it, it's it's all it's it's called the bed the bed snack box. Now, right? I've got. I think I think this service is going to be called Foodwar. Yeah. Oh, in the Foodwar. Mm. It's almost it's almost too clever for the for the people we're going for, but <laughs> um, I think I think that's that's great. And then you, I think this is for intellectuals. This is personally. this is for intellectuals trying to coax people into yeah. the bed mm, with food. Intellectual <laughs> coaxers, um, and they, uh, yeah, and so things like marshmallows. Um, let's oh, see. Perfect. Yeah, the marshmallow. I mean, it's almost yeah. the perfect bed snack, isn't it? <laughs> but the problem is, you yeah. can't eat that many. No, um, should be a savory marshmallow. Yes. What about what about mochi? I don't know what that is. You know, mochi. It's like that glutinous uh, rice kind of um, stuff that's been ground up into a kind Dang of it. okay a marshmallowy paste that's sometimes filled up with like black sesame, or oh. or sometimes they have it surrounding ice cream, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm imagining all these things. I'm imagining lying on them in bed, and it's yeah. not making me feel good. No, but but I, I understand. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it I might think be fine. Lying on top of a marshmallow would be nice. You could lay on a bed made entirely of marshmallows. You could, as long as yeah. it's still got that little powder that stops you from sticking. Mm. You know, you couldn't. Mm. You look. I'm I'm not going to lie. Okay, there are flaws. If you if if you're <laughs> if somebody is biting into a marshmallow and then discarding it on the bed. Thinking, you know, oh well, these are all snacks that you can lay on, like mm. that, and it will make your sleeping experience maybe better, like that. Then that will be stickier and maybe more unpleasant than a, you know, like a sharp crumb yeah. from say a chip. I wonder what it would feel like to make love on a giant marshmallow. Mm, that's right. I feel like we could we could sell this as an experience. Yes, I wonder what it would feel like to make love. <laughs> Uh, on a giant marshmallow. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> what were you guys? What did you guys think I was talking about? Yes. <laughs> it's the only way I haven't done it. Yes. <laughs> um, the, the... Uh, I think we might be ready for f- words from a listener, Alistair. Uh, yeah. Uh, the box. If I could move you over to that section of the podcast. Yes. Well, we are running out could... of page on this. Mm. Uh, on this two in the think tank three ninety four podcast sheet, we are running out of page in the book of our lives. That's right. Oh, that's really one of the saddest things <laughs> I've heard all day, and I've heard a lot of sad things today. Um, 
Well, Andy, today, today's uh, three words come from a listener. Okay. Yeah, there are three words, and they three words, three words from, from a, a listener. A laster, a lusterer. Um, you know what? I don't think I've ever brought. I've never donated the three words myself. No, um, I don't think you can. Oh, you're right. Um, but these three words were from a listener who sent, who recently th- sent through three words, possibly thinking that I'd forgotten about their three words because I had, and <laughs> and so then I went back and found the older three words. These are from Casey Pearson. Um. Okay. You want to say hi to Casey Pearson? Hi, Casey Pearson. That's right. Now, Casey Pearson sent through these three words now because Casey has been a, a, a Patreon supporter, and uh, and that that's given them this right to do this, and so yeah. um, therefore, with that right, I feel like you should validate it, validate that right uh, mm-hmm. by trying to guess what some of those three words are. Okay, Casey, here we go. Word number one is... Wrong. (laughs) Rhesus, R-H-E-S-U-S, like in the rhesus monkey. Hmm. Now, let me just check the three words. Uh, I'm sorry, the first word is mutually. Okay. (laughs) Okay, the second word is assured, mutually assured. Luckily, I didn't finish that word wrong because you got the second (laughs) word. The second word is assured. <laughs> okay, so I reckon they're going for a play on mutually assured destruction. <gasps> now it could be distraction. Oh, you think uh, is that really is that your guess? Oh fuck, Alistair. Now I feel really scared. Well, I felt <laughs> scared, Andy. I felt scared. Destruction. Mutually assured. Yep, distraction. Mutually assured distraction. <clears throat> The third word is construction. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody should make a bomb that builds buildings. (laughs) Then drop it on another city, which would, I suppose, destroy a bunch of buildings when it constructs a bunch of buildings. Well, I mean, you could drop it, you could drop it in the. In the on open, some, some you know, you could test land. it in a desert like they do, right? That's true, yeah. Um, they have to knock down some of the old cities that they had built up for our previous bomb tests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they first they set off a nuclear blast to knock those down, and then yep. they drop this yep. bomb mm-hmm. that builds um, a city. Yeah. Part, you know, yeah, or at least a, you know, a city block. Yeah, now does it um yeah, I think a block build a whole it can this bomb can build an entire block. Can build an entire hospital. And uh then uh I mean I'm not sure whether or not the bomb is also capable of getting the planning permissions these are, these necessary are, to do this by the book. These are these are me- measured in uh mega architects Alistair, why not megatowns? Megatowns. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, megarchatons. <laughs> oh, no. It was designed by Oppenheimer. <laughs> what? 
Ho Homer. Oh, Holmes, you know, not Homer, Oppenheimer. like the guy who wrote no. the epic poem or whatever. No, or Open Homer. Yeah. <laughs> open Homer. Oh, Open Homer. <laughs> Oh, this, we've gone too deep into this idea it's now to Man- not write it down. It's the Manhattan Project. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, no, it's Casey. Good. It's too good. That this is what we've come up with. I'm sorry that it's. I'm sorry that it's too perfect to yeah. not write down. Yeah. Oh, I'm ashamed. We're all ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they build a bomb, make a bomb that can build a town? I mean, that feels like the whole the whole joke to me. Yeah. Call it the Manhattan Project. I mean, it's almost all already there in the in the three words we got: mutually assured construction. Yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, but you know, they didn't get the three jokes. But. Mm. Um, um, I mean, Andy, is it just too perfect that we should just end it? I know. I think we should end it. I think we should end uh, it. Casey, I think we should end it all. I'm sorry that we did almost your exact your exact words to the exact place, but sometimes the idea is too perfect to deviate mm. from it. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, and and if I tried to do anything with it, it would have involved like you know a bomb made out of humans' skin or something like that. <laughs> you know what that's like, and it blows. It's up. a bomb that puts more skin onto your body. <laughs> <laughs> you get a and it makes you a different race. Oh. <laughs> wow. I mean that is pretty cool. A bomb that makes you a different race. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah. Do you think that radiation also changes like makes your <laughs> like your memories and life experiences that you've already had? the radiation somehow changes the memories into that race as well? I'm not sure. I'm just trying, I'm wrestling with myself whether or not I say the thought that I just had. Oh, was it a pun? Yes. <laughs> Do you, can you guess what it is? Do you want to guess what it is? Uh, let's see. <laughs> no, I can't guess. Radiation. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, that's I was good. trying to do a gamma. Trying to, I was definitely trying to find like a gamma or a delta or alpha. Mm, delta. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know what I was, what I was going to do. Anyway, let's go through our sketch ideas. Um, okay. The this is these are the sketch ideas for the two in the think tank three ninety four. We've got G- Garen Tor, the half man, half willing to back your you up on a loan, and it is half willing. Yeah, Not but then f- is that separate to the idea of a being that my is god. purely willing? I didn't even write down being that's pure. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's I, th- I think that's more yeah. something. No, than the... no, no, no. It's mm. willingness to back you up. Are you willing to back him up? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> am I? That's, that's, that's all, all I am. I am. 
I want you. This is somebody who's somehow asked a genie. I want you make to make me <laughs> willing to back my friend up on his loan. <laughs> Your wish is my command. Um, then we've got yeah. So we've got the being that's willing to back you up. Then we've got um. Uh, we have buttloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, the restaurant where they measure your anal cavity to figure out your perfect meal size. Then part we, of me feels like we've already come up with part of this idea before. Yeah, right. Then we have the Yahoo web series for Auntie, Do- Auntie Donna. Yeah, great. Then we have uh, suing humanity for biomimicry of flight to save Earth from humans. Then we have uh, attaching all ecosystem living things together uh, to create a consciousness so it can sue humanity. It's kind of similar to the other idea. Then we have the massage table face hole bed with a little face room uh, chamber, you know, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Really rolls onto the tongue. It really rolls onto the tongue. That's what they call mm. the fruit roll. Roll on, roll off. That's what you want That's it to what be, they call, don't you? That's what peas do. Uh. Um, <laughs> or a sideways sausage. <laughs> Coming from a, from a tilted plate. Um, then we've got objecting yeah. to a guest. Uh, I don't know what. This feels like, like a idea. sideways sol- sausage from a tilted plate. Like it really rolls onto the tongue. <laughs> Um, then there's, this is not enough of an idea, but I think that it's just funny. It feels like a, a, like a Larry David idea, but it's objecting to guests having sex on your trundle. Um, Mm. it feels, I don't know. It feels just like a a social faux pas that we're all not aware of yet. But as soon as you hear about it, you think, well, that wouldn't be right to have sex on a trundle. As soon as you think about it, you know. Yeah. But except for these people didn't. Then the box for bed snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and then the bomb that builds buildings. The yeah, mega, it's a certain number of megatowns designed by Open Homer. Homer. <laughs> and as part of the Manhattan Project. <laughs> uh, so um, that's it, everybody. Yeah, I was just thinking, though, uh, I believe we have some listeners who are couples. Yeah. And I've got a new idea for you. Okay. And this is to kiss, right, um, fully mouth seal on mouth, right, and then try and talk into the other person's mouth and see if they can hear you. <laughs> yeah, I think I've done that before. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I think, okay, I think if you ever, you've ever kissed while making out, you know? Kissed while making out? Yeah. Kissing while making out. <laughs> so, fuck. <laughs> Talking while making out. Yeah. But okay. I don't know that I have. But while you're making out. I'm very out, conservative. You know, you know, like sometimes if you're kissing and then you, you, you slip your tongue in. Well, why not while you're at it? Slip your lips in and have another <laughs> smaller kiss inside the kiss. <laughs> I mean, it's the French kiss is to put the tongue in. But I wonder which nationality has been brave enough. Is that Hungary, maybe? Hungary. To put the whole... Hungary for more kiss. Ah. Put the whole lips inside. Uh, 
I think they've they've actually, in order to change the uh, the association with the English word mm. for hungry, they're now they've now changed their name to hungaye, <laughs> ravenous. <laughs> A rumbly tummy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> a beautiful old Hungarian word, ravenous. No, rumbly tummy yeah, rumbly is so tummy. much funnier. <laughs> rumbly tummy. What? What? They're more ancient. Rumbly tummy. Um. Andy, I was hoping going into this episode, I was going to say, I want us to focus because um, in the Discord the other day, somebody said, uh, Brian said, well, two people said things. Uh, somebody said that one an episode had been the best uh, example of what an ep- a Tuna Think Tank episode was. I think it was like 294 or something like that, mm. 284 maybe. Um, something with but in the title. And then, and then somebody else said, "I think that episode one is the best example of a sketch of of, of an." Of, it was of a Brian thing. said that. Yeah, Brian said that. I was starting to leave the names out because I had just forgotten the person who had said the first name, but that's okay. Yes. I uh, I apologize. Um, uh, that, I think that was Lizzie Wizzy. That was Lizzie Wizzy. Thank you. I I, I I thank you so much for that. Um, and then I so then I wanted to go into this episode saying let's try and have the energy of an episode one. But you know what? I think we are, we had it without me saying. I That's really nice. I secreted it into existence by thinking it. Yeah. So you're welcome and thank you also. You know what was interesting about this episode? What? We didn't do it after we put the children to bed. We didn't We're doing record it during it. the daytime. We forgot to record it. <laughs> But I think that might be the energy that they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, all the energy of having some of, energy. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Had that real energy energy. Yeah. All right, I've got to go too, so let's do the song and then we'll get do the exit. Boom, shaka-laka-laka, boom, shaka-laka-laka, boom, shaka-boom, 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 boom, 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 Thank you so much for listening to it. Think, think tank. tank. Um, um, you know, it's been a, it's been real. Yeah, uh, we've just done an episode of Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, both of us, and Peter Thomas, who is a former guest on the show and former member of a sketch group that all three of us were in called Wing Attack. Yes. So good friend uh, of the show and a, friend of us. There's a chance by the time you're listening to this that that episode has come out. So uh, go and check it out. Yeah, um, it's pretty silly. It's pretty silly. Um, you know, you can always check out the Shushers. I did two, and then there's more coming, but they need. I need to get them done. Sorry. <laughs> but the dream is to do more Shusher. I'm going to be a Shusher guy now. Um, I'm really excited for everybody. I'm excited for you, and I'm excited for the listeners of every podcast. Um, take care. <laughs> uh, take care, everybody, and we, we love, love you. Bye. I mean See Bye. Andy means it. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.